The Inspired Incompetence Podcast is brought to you by Oops All Measles, the children's pharmacy with the silly name. How's everybody doing? Ugh. Uh, I want a refund for my vaccine. Why are you going to a children's pharmacy, Matt? I have a child. <laughs> got him. I don't get it. <laughs> Fucking annihilated. I'm, I'm still not following. <laughs> That's because you're not a leader. I thought it was because you were going to say he's not a father. <laughs> well, All right. Well, to play tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Now that Matt's tripped 20 all over my face, I guess we can get started. <laughs> all right. So we are still in Yoli's Pond and things are heating up a little bit. You guys said it wasn't going to happen. And Mariana insisted that shit was going to keep getting worse. You guys wouldn't listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, well, wouldn't you know it? She was right because after defeating some viper vines in the park uh you guys were heading back to mariana's house and some weirwood stopped you guys they were trying to like who knows what they were trying to do but they were like gathering all the people in the streets and like get, like making them line up for something and they were trying to add you guys to the lineup and you just uh obliterated them and shortly after that there was uh just some absolute chaos that directed everybody's attention to the Umbara's Plaza. Uh, Arginus uh, went back to his job after the Viper Vines, so he wasn't there for the Werewood fight, but this commotion was still so uh, so overt that it still drew his attention to it. And uh, by a happy coincidence, everybody arrived at about the same time. Well, the noise was drawing us all at the same time, so it's not too far-fetched. Yeah, you just happened to be the same distance from it. Yeah, well, we teleported, but yeah, sure. Did you teleport? Oh, yeah, you did. Did I do a teleport? Did I do like a percent roll for that teleport? I did Dimension Door. Okay, okay. Um, and when you got there, there was a there's an, a man who uh, is at the south end of this map, uh, and he turns to you and... Uh, well, there's there's a ferocious beast that's like rampaging through this plaza, uh, and it seems to be the cause of uh, of this ruckus that you guys are honing in on. And to the north of the plaza, you can see the wake of destruction that it left. Uh, I believe we already made knowledge checks for this creature. Yes. Um, and you have identified it as an ipotril, uh, just a giant magical boar. Uh, but this man, uh, you recognize as one of the performers at the Clash of Saints who played uh, Imiktal, the Razatlani general that clashed with Arazni and Aridin. Uh He still has his guitar, and he's ready to, uh, to do some uh, bardic performing. And he turns to you and he says, Oi, mi amigos! I cannot take on this beast by myself! Lend me your weapons! And the Ipotril, it was going to happen eventually, but at his call, the Ipotril turns his attention to uh, all of you, and it is ready to attack, and I need everybody to roll initiative. Utrin. 26. Well, I'm going around. What's your uh, modifier? 12. Jesus Christ. Right? Stupid. 
<laughs> Tia Bluff. Uh, 26. And your modifier? Eight. Wow. I thought that this guy down south was going first with a 26, but uh, he's actually going third. <laughs> uh, so let's go to Thalias. You're not going to believe this. If six. you say 26. <laughs> oh, just the, the regular version? Yeah, just, yep. just six. <laughs> okay. Uh, and our My genius. modifier is one, by the way. Perfect. Thank Which you. can't be right. Okay. What? One? I mean, what's your dex mod? Oh, it says I'm encumbered. What's your dex modifier? Wow. He, he's, you know he's probably before Arginus and behind that Six thing. or seven-ish. Uh, Arginus? Uh, seven. Oh, my God. Now we need to <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tom. No. Um, I'll just roll again. It's fine. No. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we'll keep the original roll. Arginus can go first. What what's the Liza's dex mod? One. Uh, one. One. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so Arginus, what's your dex mod? Uh three. Wow. That was the dumbest initiative tie I've ever been part of. Wait, I'm not I'm not <laughs> No, Ar- Arginus is just faster. Like Wait, I, I have seven and he has six. Yeah, but Thalias had Oh, but never mind. Even with the encumbered that didn't affect his initiative. God, my bad. Alright. It could have though, and that's the point. Had to double check. No, I'm just bad. Who made this character? Couldn't afford to give me an extra deck so I get a plus two. <laughs> oh, it's plus only one. Your I'm, character what level when am he I? does 14? good. You're wearing full plate mail, dude. Like, <laughs> I optimized the shit out of Thalias. You're welcome. Yeah, okay. He's literally never been stronger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, up first is Utrid. Hmm. Now, I think last week we asked about HP, which was over 150. Yes. DR, which I believe it had a DR5 overcome by nothing? Yes. Energy defenses? No, they it didn't have any. Yes. I think there was one more question that I'm not remembering. Uh, you know about its unstoppable force ability. Uh, gains a plus four bonus on attack rolls from charges... Uh, and it can add this bonus on overrun, combat maneuver checks, attempting to uh, attempted using the charge through feet, uh, and it may charge over difficult terrain, provided the terrain does not cost more than two squares to enter. Can you throw the red X on Utrid? Because before we dimension door, I said I preemptively casted um, uh, improved inv- invisibility. Yeah, called? I believe our genus had it too. Yeah, uh, and I also casted haste okay. uh, on myself. Not on anybody else. <laughs> well, yeah, because we weren't around. <laughs> yeah, I had a rush over there. Okay, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast fly on myself and then fly over 60 feet towards it. Wow, he's so far away. Yeah. I'm also going to at less less than or greater than... A 45 degree angle. Whatever one of those two doesn't make me take a penalty to my fly. Um, less of... than a 45 degree angle. Okay, so less than a 45 degree angle. I'm going to fly 15 feet into the air and instead of taking like the full 60 feet straight, mm-hmm. I'll go 45 feet to represent. Okay. I'm going up as I'm going out. Sure. All right. And up next is Teal Bluff. Okay, T. 
Teoblith is going to uh, seem to work pretty well last time. So Teoblith is going to reach out and give Phileas's shovel. Yes. Uh, magical beast bane. I'm going to have to start delaying my turn just so Uhtred can get some of the sweet bane. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have anything else really as a move action. Don't want to go anywhere just yet. I'll move up just to like the other side of Thalias and like behind the fountain just so that the fountain is between me and this charging boar. But that's it for my turn. All right. Up next is the guitarist. Why is he going that way? Because he's, he's not a bard. A, he's, <laughs> he's not a fighter. He's about to buff you guys. So he's going to double move 60 feet. He's not uh, buff anybody. Northeast. And as a swift action, Nick. Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, he strums his guitar and begins inspiring courage. Sweet. It's the range so, of that bad boy. It's everyone that can hear it. Yeah, all perceiving yeah. allies. Um, you have to see and hear him, which everybody here can. Uh, and you all gain a plus three morale bonus on saves versus charm and fear effects, and a plus three competence bonus on attack and weapon damage rolls. Oh, goddamn. damn. got up so strong. And uh, as he starts strumming, uh, the the air starts to like vibrate as you can see actual like like sound pulses and music notes all kind of like emitting from his guitar like like Scott Pilgrim he, style. He's attacking us! Get him! <laughs> and up next is the Ipo Trio. So this fountain is. I wouldn't call it difficult terrain. I'd, I'd say it's a step above that. It's like, but it's like it's a fountain, and this thing is huge sized. That's a massive fountain, though. I mean, it's a very wide fountain, but it's like a small lake, a pond. It was also a pretty <laughs> significant statue in the fr- on the middle of it, wasn't there? Wasn't that the whole point of it? Yeah. Let's like see what we got. Here. Fifty by fifty foot fountain. Basically, the thing wants to charge, and there's only so many people it can see. All right, so one move action gets him there. He moves 60 feet to the east. I guess he's just going to round the corner. And he provokes? Uh, he would provoke uh, as he passes Uhtred, yes. Question. During an attack of opportunity, can you use a swift action? No. Uh, you you could use an immediate action, but not a swift. Right. Should have used swift action on my turn. Whatever. Uh, so, let's see here. That's a 33 against his flat-footed AC minus 2. Yes. That will hit his flat-footed AC minus 2. Nice. That's a pleasant surprise. Uh, that's only going to be 12 slashing damage. So, 7. Uh, 7. Yep. The Ipotril doesn't even seem to notice... Uhtred's scimitar slash down its flank as it passes him. Don't have to treat me like I'm Thalias. <laughs> I'm not the one rolling like Thalias. Alright, alright. <laughs> alright, and now it is Arginus' turn. Arginus is gonna do um, it's gonna do disintegrate. Ooh, okay. And he's gonna add the piercing uh, spell onto this. 
All right, that's from a meta magic rod. That is from my meta magic rod. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. Okay. Yeah, range touch attack. Uh, nineteen. Uh, nineteen will hit its flat-footed touch AC minus two. Wow. AKA eight. I can, I can tell <laughs> you uh, that. Arginus, Arginus can tell just from aiming at this thing's touch AC and hitting it that this thing, uh, his AC is not coming from his nimbleness. That's what I said. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. All right, so now I owe you a fortitude save. I bet this thing's terrible at those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a minus five. No, no, piercing, piercing lowers is... its spell resistance, not its save oh, against the spell. Oh, got it. Yeah. 23. 23. I don't think it actually passes. I, I think. Hold up. I rolled tragically low. <laughs> uh, something, something, Elias. It's, <laughs> it's 23. Oh, <gasps> man. Well, I will. I'll tell you that unless this thing rolls a natural one on its fortitude save, oh, he's not failing against your disintegrate. I have faith uh, in your ability to roll a natural one. Yeah, okay. Well, good news is it still does something. I think it's 5d6 plus one per level or something like that. Or is it just 5d6? It's just 5d6. <laughs> 14. It was doomed from the start. Oh my god. All right. Similar to Uhtred, this thing doesn't even react to getting that disintegrate on his flank. But it is now Thalias' turn. All right. Bad time. We got the big boy. So this guy ran right up to us, and I got huge weapon buff. So I'm just going to stand my ground and unload on this thing. Like you might a big charging bull who stops right in front of you. (laughs) More like sitting bull. Yeah, exactly. Like a Native American. And I'm the English. (laughs) Jeez. I just got to pick the right one. Oh, holding my breath so I don't do any uh, tasteless jokes right now. You leave the tasteless jokes to me. Okay. So 29 to hit. 29 will hit. And I'm just going to do one long acid now so that I don't have to do it each time. That's from the shovel. That just, just sounds like On all of these. It's... <laughs> That's how okay. your peeing sounds? <laughs> Uh, um, uh, he's no. acid. <laughs> That's what right, it feels that's, like. Uh, Thirty-six plus three acid plus. Oh, jeez! Now I got to do mats. Yep, two d four for Bane or two d six for Bane. Forty-two plus three acid. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna reset my calculator. Yeah, you're gonna. Thanks, Joe. Make sure you have a fresh roll of paper in there. Yep. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, I got a forty-four to hit. That'll hit. That'll do, oh, 45 damage and 5 acid. 39 to hit for 45 damage and 3 acid. Okay. He did notice that. (laughs) Yeah, I hope he more than noticed that, but okay. (laughs) This thing is a fucking bucking snorting maniac right now. He's met his bucking snorting match. Thalia's did some uh, impressive snoot booping with it with his <laughs> shovel. 
Yeah. I, I don't picture when I do three attacks that there are three hits to his uh, nose and saying, bad boy, down, but <laughs> now that's all I can see. Might as well imagine it with a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> rolled up shovel. <laughs> all right, so that brings us back to Uhtred. Uh, I think I'm going to take a five foot float. All right. This guy didn't have any energy defenses, correct? Uh, is correct. Uh, I also note that based on your altitude, uh, you are not technically flanking with Thelias, just FYI. But he could be if he wanted to. That would require a move action, correct? Yes. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to... I'm going to cast... Where is it? A chill touch. Pretty sure I just automatically pass it because it's only a first level spell. Also, you're invisible. And then I'm going to deliver that spell as a full round action through my scimitar. Alrighty. Okay. That's going to be a 42 on a crit threat for the first one. That will threaten. Okay. That's going to be a 43 to confirm it. Confirmed. And I'm going to add decapitate onto this. Can you see Uhtred? Ooh. Oh, God. Poor Tom. Ooh. I was pulling for (laughs) you. I really was. I was like, yes, it finally will work for him. (laughs) Sometimes invisibility gets in the way. Oh, my God. All right. So the slashing crit is called Severed Spine. Uh, Double damage and 3d6 dex damage. With a fortitude save to have the dex damage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know if this is like when Nick crits so often and he gets these cards, the cards feel like they're so powerful sometimes. Like 3d6 yeah. dex damage. Like, I don't know if that's going to change anything, but it just sounds like, oh my God. Like, I feel like we're not going to get that. I feel like we've yeah. had that semi recently. Yeah, well, we, we cycle through this deck very quickly because of Uhtred <laughs> critting all the time. Yeah. Oh, whoa, hold up. <laughs> That's why fans should be making their own crit cards, because you're guaranteed to Ooh, see it. Maybe. So this actually, um, I don't need to see Uhtred. I need to see the creature. I'm affecting him. Oh, That's why you read. Knowledge. That's why you read him over. Right, hold on a second. Well, while you're looking at that, the magic crit is called I Love You, Man. It's (laughs) normal damage, and the target is charmed for three rounds, uh, negated by a will save. (laughs) Uh, Can can it be charmed if it can't see me? Yeah. Um, Now, not sure how charm even mechanically works. So charm... Now, first, the, you're, this would be assuming this thing doesn't have any special immunities to being charmed. Um, but uh, if the creature is currently being threatened or attacked by you or your allies, it receives a plus five bonus on its saving throw. Um, so there's that to consider. Now, you, it's going up against a pretty high DC, but also remember, it's going to be charmed against you. Like, it's not suddenly going to be like, ah, oh, everybody here is pretty cool. I'm going to stop. Nah, let's go with the dex damage, because I'm assuming it's got a pretty decent dex. Okay, and uh, just one second. I'm reading over Decapitate. All right, so it sounds like our genus only needs to be able to see a creature as it's being crit, 
it sounds pretty stupid to me personally that the fact that he can't see this crit in progress, he can just see the Ipotril, uh, he still gets it, but that's what the spell says, so I guess our genus Let's can go. cast Decapitate on this Ipotril. So he's got to make a fortitude save. Uh, if the target fails the saving throw, the attack deals an extra 46 points of damage, and the critical multiplier of the critical hit is increased by one. Okay, even on a successful saving throw, the critical hit deals an extra 46 points. So the fortitude save is to avoid this becoming a times three crit. And I think we we remember how the fortitude save went against Disintegrate. So we're kind of just looking for a uh, natural one here. And I did not get a natural one. Uh, that's going to be a 35 fortitude yep. save. Yep, yep, yep. All right, and now we're looking at a fortitude save versus the crit card. DC for that is 43. Yeah. Here we go. 38. So this has a legitimate chance to just straight up paralyze this thing. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Um, real quick, can you give me one more fortitude save? Because this attack had chill touch on it and that's right. uh make a fortitude save or take a point of strength damage all right uh, only got to beat it a 19 so yeah, yeah so you're looking for in that one yeah <laughs> okay all right so that fortitude save was to prevent the dex damage yeah so right. uh let's let's get double damage first the so i roll 1d6 of negative energy damage for the spell does that also double so is that 2d6 yeah. Okay. So I'll roll that first. That was seven negative energy from the okay. spell. And then 29 slashing damage. And then 46. Can I re- 21. Ooh. My God. You guys in your buff game. Extremely strong <laughs> right now. Okay. Now let's, right. let's see 3d6 dex damage. Oh, I thought one of those fortitude save was to negate all of those. It was, but the DC was against forty-three, which is your crit confirmation roll. And I got, <laughs> a, I got a. 38. You said thirty-eight. I was like, well, that passed. Right. Okay. <laughs> that and the fortitude save there was only to have the <laughs> dex damage, not to negate it entirely. Yeah. Fourteen. Oh my god. Okay, so. Mechanically, Uch took a five-foot step, but I think really he just kind of uh, did like a little air dash and drove his scimitar into the uh, like the the spinal plates of the Ipotril and just rode it down like Errol Flynn down a pirate sail, and you literally severed this thing's spine, and awesome. it and it drops to the ground. Uh, still alive, but unable to move. Um, yeah. It's Tiablet's turn. <laughs> Seeing this thing just, like, collapse after something happening behind it. Um, Tiablet's just gonna, like, step forward five feet and just kind of, like, nudge it a couple of times with his feet. <laughs> just reach out and just kind of, like, poke it with his foot be like, what happened here? Is it, is it still on? I think I caught him right right along the spine. You probably all would have heard a very uh, a very loud snapping sound 
accompanying Uhtred's uh, uh, spine severing, uh, and it is like it it would have like contrasting its squealing roars. It would have suddenly made a like a very strangled sound of distress and like just momentarily it's like it's back arched up and then it just like a a 10 ton sack of potatoes uh just flopped down to the the ground and you would still see it like breathing uh probably pretty rapidly and it's even it's like it's eyes like tia Blith goes and like he like taps its head with his foot and this thing is like glaring at you but it seems pretty apparent that it cannot move well, uh, who's up for a barbecue? <laughs> yeah, Felias is down for that. The picnic that we never got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guitarist stops playing, and he uh, he walks up to you all, and he says, I don't believe it. I can't believe I haven't seen any of you in the Clash of Saints. That was incredible. Well, our... Uh... <laughs> Our talents are not necessarily just for show. Well, you are right about that, my friend. Our talents really aren't even for show. Well, allow me to introduce myself. And he, uh, he kind of, like, dramatically, like, stows his guitar, like, behind himself on a strap, and he gives you all a flourishing bow. You may call me Bartolo. Any similarities of my name to, uh... Other people, real or fictional, is entirely coincidental. It's a strange caveat, but, uh, hi, I'm, I'm Teoblith, and the guy with the shovel there is Thalias, uh, the, the invisible surgeon up there, that's Uhtred. Uh, he, uh... Invisible surgeon! <laughs> he, he, uh, he tips his hat to each and every one of you, and he seems to, uh, he seems to be able to see both Uhtred and Arginus as he does so. That's interesting. So you have regular eyes or special eyes? Well, right now he's wearing a mask. Oh. So the mask is uh, very uh, Day of the Dead. Is he wearing a helmet as well? He's not, he's not wearing a helmet uh, unless you count a, uh, a sombrero as, as a helmet. It depends so, if it's plated or not. It's a really not, shitty <laughs> helmet, but I guess you could call it a helmet. And the mask is uh, more of like a... It's like a full face mask, not just like a like a vigilante mask. So, uh, well, it is clear that this that this beast is not going anywhere. But uh, I don't know. Maybe someone should put it out of its misery. Are we still in initiative? Uh, not really, unless anyone's got like anything that might be contested by somebody else currently. If if the Elias wants to do a quick uh, coup de grace on it, that's uh, probably a good way to put it out of its misery. Uh, yes, I'm interested in that. How do I do it? Just make an attack roll. Um, yeah, uh, just basically just roll damage. Yeah, so you automatically hit, you automatically crit, and then this thing's got to make a fortitude save. I think the DC is ten plus the damage the dealt. Damage. Here we go. So, I mean, for double damage, we can just take those first two damage numbers. So that's... Jesus. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, it's 35 and 32 is 69. 
plus seven acid. No, the acid doesn't get doubled. So plus three acid is 70 plus uh, 2d6 bane. Oh my god. Probably don't need to roll this, but I want to. Go for it. Yeah, good thing I did. Nine. So it needs to make a DC 89 fortitude save to not die. <laughs> yeah. Well, Remember that amazing fortitude that was stopping everything? Yeah. Well, I guess no fun for Alex today. Um, well, hey, you could roll a natural 20, right? Just like you could have rolled a natural No, one. this thing is dead just from that damage. He's, I'm not... Uh, uh, he had a fuck ton of damage, but not almost 300 hit points he was at 201 uh with his d with his dr uh factored in he had taken 201 damage before getting his spine severed i am legitimately disappointed that this guy didn't get a single attack roll i know right (laughs) uh honestly even if he had made his fortitude save against that crit he would have been left with two dexterity after after having the deck the dex damage that we treated. Dude, done. that's what I'm saying. What is the guy gonna do with two dexterity? Was that like a toddler level? <laughs> I mean, it's he like still could have like smashed everybody's face. Yeah, he because did he didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> um, all right. So, so hero point. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's the best or the worst way to get a hero point. It's salty, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, have some salt with your hero point. Yeah, nice, nicely seasoned. Yeah, so with one mighty shovel swing, uh, Thalias comes and just probably talk about how big my muscles are while while I'm doing it. <laughs> They're like rippling and G- give him that word oil all over his big muscles. <laughs> Caves in the skull of the Ipotril. Scaring the nearby children with how big I am. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Bartolo, uh, he's just super impressed by how efficiently you guys took that thing down. Um, after you've had a minute or two to just kind of collect yourselves, uh, look around, you would, you would notice that in the north western corner of the plaza you see uh at first you probably just took it as just part of the wake of destruction that this thing left but uh you you see a a trampled body and when you get closer you realize that it is the body of a werewood and kind of like at, at first it looks like the werewood got like gutted and like it's like guts are just like spewed everywhere but like it's a werewood it doesn't have guts Uh, and you get closer and you realize that it must have been like just carrying bundles of meat like maybe it was leading this thing on a rampage and then got caught by the rampaging thing that is a strong possibility but yeah what to do with this information the like that part of the plaza is just like smeared with blood it's like it looks like the grossest road rash you've ever seen but it's just like raw meat so at this point do we just think the whole city is under siege Um, this isn't like they're sowing mischief like it's straight up they are trying to destroy the city right now yeah that is like three coordinated attacks just today that we've thwarted Mm -hmm. i mean you're free to draw whatever conclusions you want uh that's 
certainly, uh, you'd certainly not be faulted for coming to that conclusion. Uh, but for now, uh, like you, you just kind of like direct your like awareness outward beyond the plaza and like, you don't hear like the next set of mayhem anywhere. And you're, you're free to like go looking for trouble, but, uh, it doesn't, at least right now, appear that there's anything, anything else to uh, go address. It's like playing whack-a-mole. It's not an actual offensive. It's just like these incidents that keep popping up. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably let Morena know because I don't think she was like privy to this one, right? She just heard the big crash like everyone else. Yeah, she was about to have you guys help her bring the werewood bodies back to her house the ones that were lining people up in the streets because she wanted to examine them um, because I believe she identified them as specifically werewoods that are created at the Blue Gardens of Talil um, and that's when you heard this enormous crash and she was like alright like you go take care of that I'll take, the, I'll take these guys back to my house and she uh, she put them on a a floating desk and as far as you know like that's what she is currently doing we should probably head back to Morena's and see if she has any more information about all this Uh, very well you have uh, you have your next next set of duties to address it it was short lived but it was quite a thrill to, to fight alongside you I hope I get the I hope I get the opportunity to to do so again. Uh, no offense, but I hope you don't. Uh, I hope you have no need to. See, yes, I know what you mean. But oh should, well, let's not turn down free help if we uh, if it's being offered. Should more trouble rear its head, I hope you will think of Bartolo. And where would we find a uh, Senor Bartolo? Oh, uh, I have a house. <laughs> I don't live under the bridge. <laughs> Says, uh, you can find me at Coatl Stadium. I spend a great deal, a great deal of my time there. Fair enough. Perhaps we shall come calling. Be ready. Oh, see me, amigo. I will be. And in the meantime, I will see if I can find someone who wants to do something about, uh, all of this pork. You do that. I will. All right. I believe we have some business to attend to, so fare thee well. Adios. And he uh, turns about and starts to uh, make his way north, kind of working his way back up this trail of destruction that the Ipatrill left. All right. So you guys go back to Mariana's house, correct? Si, senor. Yes. Si. All right, so you guys arrive back at Mariana's house, and you find her uh, downstairs uh, with one of the uh, with one of the werewoods up on the observation table that you all uh, remember taking turns climbing onto yourselves when she was looking at your opals. Oh, I'm I'm relieved to see that you are safe. I did not know what was making all of that calamity, but it did not sound safe. Uh, it definitely was not. Uh, ever heard of an, uh, was it an Ipo 
Trill. Her eyes widen. Do not tell me that an Ipo Trill made its way into the city. Well, by our estimation, it was led here. We also found uh, another weirwood nearby with a whole bunch of meat in its arms. Well, he looked like it was pretty fresh to the meat. Ipo Trills, they... They are very easy to lure with, uh, with fresh meat, uh, so that would make a lot of sense. <sighs> this all but confirms our fears. I took a closer look at, at these werewoods, and they are indeed uh, manufactured at the Blue Gardens of Tilil. What is odd is they seem to be, well, uh, upgraded. They, in what manner? They seem to have been uh, given some sort of arcane reinforcement, uh, fortifying their construction. As constructs, uh, weirwoods already enjoy a fair amount of hardiness that that we humans and and other biological creatures uh, do not. But these weirwoods seem to have been fortified even farther. These seem to be uh, rather brutish, warrior-like werewoods. I can tell you that they they seem to have possessed a uh, moderate healing factor back when they were, well, still living, and uh, even saw some resistance against heat and fire, and seem to have a, a small amount of resistance to uh, physical harm. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they could also have the ability to see through f- fog and smoke. Well, that makes sense from what we saw this morning at the docks. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you do remember uh, the mage werewoods were able to target you guys through that thick... Uh, cloud of smoke that was created from the burning fire. These abilities seem to be inherent to the werewoods. They are not. Uh, they are not uh, there from any sort of spell or magic item or any personal training. This is strange. It has me worried. What else Umbarno has been cooking up at the Blue Gardens since he was given full, full reign? Speaking of Umbarno, as I said before, the time for law and process has come to an end. I don't know what Umbarno's end end goal is here. Last I saw him, he was obsessed with his goal of returning the Kumaru tree to life for the betterment of Yolispan and great in the greater nation of Zopatl. For him to be attacking the city, it, I, I cannot fathom why. Well, it wouldn't be the first time someone got a wrong-headed idea of what furthers their goals. Obsession is never a good look. Oh, I agree with that, Teoblet. But whatever his reasons, it matters little. He has threatened the safety and sanctity of this city and its people. You have done several miraculous favors for this city already. But now I ask that you do one more. And she turns to uh, 
to our genus. Not that, uh, I suppose you would consider it a favor at all, but perhaps <laughs> a pleasure. Uh, I don't know what you're uh, referring to. I don't suppose you do, our genus. <laughs> you gotta frame Just... it in a slightly different. You gotta talk benefits with our genus. Four hundred one k. Otherwise, uh, we'll no, our genus doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He doesn't, doesn't remember a conversation. That's true. Well, get ready for some overtime, our genus. <laughs> I forgot our genus. Our genus got his memory knocked in yesterday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. As a member of the High Council of Yolispan, you have my blessing and authority to travel to the Blue Gardens of Tilil and remove Umbarno from his leadership role therein. I understand if well, you... Cracks his knuckles. I understand if you feel the need to, uh, to rest and go first thing in the morning. Uh, today was a, has been a, a, a bit of an uh, exciting one. I, for one, approve of that uh, that particular plan, since I currently don't have my armor, but that should be ready tomorrow morning, so I'm in. Consider it done. Good. Well, if there are any other attacks today, uh, I vainly uh, hope that uh, you will take care of them, but uh, in their absence, uh, perhaps we can finally get some peace. I think uh, Tubeleth has had an eventful enough day. He's ready to <laughs> just chill for a while. Okay, okay. I gotta sharpen my shovel. <laughs> Put on my war paint. Get ready. What time of day is it? It's gotta be guys, like afternoon. It's you after guys lunch. had a picnic. Yeah. Uh, that was meant to be lunch. Yeah, I'd say maybe early or at the latest mid-afternoon. Just curious. Yeah. Mm. I didn't I particularly have anything to do. Can we uh, go shopping? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to be looking for verdant beans. Shit. <laughs> what? What do you want? Plant beans stuff. Oh. Yeah. Verdant beans spell nonsense. Uh, was there any loot associated with the uh, the big boar? Oh, um. So we didn't really stop to nope. look, but <laughs> I feel like you were also just kind of bummed about how that fight ended. So. <sighs> I was so upset. <laughs> this thing, like, even if, like, he was left with just two dexterity, like, this thing was about to just, like, crush Thalias's face. What? Why Thalias's face? I mean, because that's who he was standing right in front of, and that's who was yeah. crushing his face. Yeah, but it's a crushing face is a one-way street. <laughs> Not supposed to I... crush my back. <sighs> oh, well. Yeah, there's no... Uh, um, hold on. Yeah, no, there's no no loot in the plaza. No loot in the boot? Nope. Okay, well, that said, the fight with the, the weirwoods that were doing crowd control... Uh, the loot we got from then, tallied up and sold, nets each of us 5,850 gold. Oh. You guys must feel like superheroes in this book. Like, yeah. healing's not halved. You can just go spend gold whenever you want. Yeah, it's it's pretty freaking sweet. Okay, uh, so are we going over any shopping or are we just skipping to the next day? 
skip to the next day. I'll. Yeah, I was a bad player and didn't shop in between sessions. <laughs> Good news is we keep getting decent chunks. I'm like up to a significant amount of gold. Yeah. Well, uh, Marina does uh, make you guys a hearty soup for dinner. It's got corn in it, uh, ma- maize corn. Uh, simmered with red chilies, aromatic spices, tomatoes, and pork shoulder. Garnished with some shredded cabbage and chopped onions, sliced radishes, and lime. And it's served with some warm corn tortillas, I assume for dipping. Tostadas? Carne asada? Pozole. jeez, oh, I suck at that. <laughs> Uchard was not feeling this. Oh, no. I think it's more... Probably Not so time. much that he doesn't... I don't think it's so much that he doesn't like like the taste or the texture of it. I think it's more that uh, Uhtred just doesn't... He's not a soup guy. Mm. So, soup is not a meal unto itself, in Uhtred's opinion. Well, la-dee-da. Hey, what can I tell you? He's got a fickle food taste. I guess so. Uh, don't want to think of how much it was torturing him to have like hardtack when he was doing like military training. Well, I think that was a little different, though, because, like, you knew you weren't getting anything but that, right? Dinners and meals here have been, like, they could be anything. And a lot of them have been, like, fucking amazing. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Marina would uh, would take notice that Uhtred uh, didn't seem to like the soup very much. We're headed into a big battle, and she serves us up a soup. Come on. <laughs> she should know what is that thing he really likes? The chili or something? Salsa. Salsa? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a big pile of salsa. <laughs> Get him going. Maybe she can pack it in his breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Send you guys with like a little paper bag of of salsa. <laughs> it says war on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you wake up the next day and uh, Mariana is uh, she's up early to just kind of like see you off. She says, well, I know... You know what your mission is. Um, I don't know if Umbarno is completely lost or merely mad with desperation, but before all of this, he was a good man. Moreover, I know many of the botanists who came to his cause, and they were likewise good, honest people of science and research. Perhaps they have all fallen beyond saving but I believe they are more likely misguided or misinformed. To stop these attacks, to save Yolispan, you must do what you must. But please, if any can be persuaded to see reason, I beg you to send them home, to make them see the damage they are doing and elect to abandon Umbarno's twisted designs. Perhaps even Umbarno may be saved from this dark path. But, ultimately, you must remove Umbarno from control of the research facility with whatever methods you can. Get in there and clear everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> Take no prisoners, you heard it here. Besides Umbarno, uh, we have already discussed this, that there are some other important matters at the Blue Gardens. Uh, if I am to make any progress... To further my research of your Kumaru traces, I will need two things from the Blue Gardens. My Soul Sight goggles, which should still be in my office, 
and my research notes on the veins of creation, which you will find in the Blue Gardens Library. I'll remind you that most locks in the Blue Gardens are botanically engineered and can be worked around with uh, several methods of magical manipulation or horticultural knowledge. I believe I went over this already. You can use disable device on the locks on the doors, uh, but you could also use a knowledge arcana, knowledge nature, or use magic device check. Some exceptions may apply, and it's still ultimately the same action as if you were using disabled device. So, let me just look that up real quick. Disabling a simple device takes one round and is a full round action. An intricate or complex device requires 1d4 or 2d4 rounds. Attempting to open a lock is a full round action. So where are these blue gardens? Oh, yes. Uh, the blue gardens of Tilil uh, is a mile west of Yolispan. Surrounded by the Yolispan forest. Now, the city of Yolispan uh, has many magical defenses that keep dangerous uh, creatures out of the city, which obviously did not work so well yesterday. But that being said, the forest is almost never safe at the best of times, and it is particularly wild around the facility. Uh, Yolispani law prohibits cultivation around the facility to keep its connection to the natural arcane network undisturbed. To get there on foot, uh, there is a single winding forest path that leads to the site. I will warn you that uh, the Yolispani city guard once worked hard to defend citizens traveling through the forest around the city, including people traveling to and from the Blue Gardens and uh, Tumbaha Mountain, but... The attack therein uh, has stretched the city guard much too thin to uh, continue keeping these areas safe. So, I would just urge caution with your travels. Uh, on that, for reference, is like the Blue Gardens of Tulil, is that like on the way to Tumbaha Mountain? No, it is in a separate direction. Okay. Just the way that was worded, it seemed like it was like the same path that kind of led to both. Oh, yeah, nope. Alright, so uh, about a mile west of the city. Uh, you got a, got a map I can reference for that? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I have one right here. She goes in a, a drawer, unrolls a, a map of the greater uh, Yoli's Pond area. You can see uh, where the Blue Gardens is relative to the city on the map. Alright. Uh, just for my own knowledge here, the Blue Gardens, they've been described before, and you'll probably describe them again, but why blue? Is it the foliage and stuff is blue, or there's water, or why blue? Um, that hasn't really been disclosed. Why blue? Oh, jeez. I'm so curious. <laughs> Might just be, uh... A guy named Blue founded maybe. it? Maybe. Like, <laughs> you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> Like, blue cheese ain't blue, so... True, what's up right? with that? Fucking well, the mold's crazy. blue. Yeah, I guess. But is it blue, B-L-E-U? <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> I think there's stuff for real. There. Yeah, it's the mold. That's what's there. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. <laughs> um, for what it's worth, uh, the Blue Gardens of Talil spells blue, B-L-U-E. So mm, it is like Le Cordon Bleu. 
or chicken cordon bleu. Yeah, what's that? What's up with that? There's no mold on that. It's yeah. French. I don't remember. <laughs> Freaking what it means big there. mold. <laughs> All right. So I have a map to reference. Let's uh, give this teleport a shot to the Blue Gardens of Talil. Oh, Hold on. Yeah. One, one second there, Tealith. Marina, while we're gone, need you to do a favor for us and gather as much information that you can about Nevistrich, the dragon at the Baha Mountain. Oh, Nesistrevek. Nessie. Nesistrevek. Uh, yes, uh, I think I can look into that. Alright. As you were, Tiblith. I was imagining this is a, a viewed once familiarity level, just kind of seeing it on a map. We're gonna wind up in a volcano. Yeah, I'll call that viewed once. Okay. Alright, rolling a D100. Whew! Oh my god. <laughs> 74. We're okay, boys. You had a 1 and just barely. Yeah, 1 to 76 was on target. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start preparing my own teleports. <laughs> Feel free. Save my fifth level spells. <laughs> nah, I'd rather not. Uh, oh shit! So yeah, we got a uh, new map time. Yeah, new plop map. us right outside the front entrance so that we can uh, buff up and go in. More importantly, new dungeon. Pew 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 pew. Oh, Tom's favorite. Can we crawl through it? Yeah. yeah. Although I will say, like, this isn't nearly as big of a deal just because uh, we're able to actually go back. <laughs> like, as far we're not as you stuck know, stuck in a facility. Yeah, you don't know that. So far, we may, that's maybe teleporting in, but no teleporting out. Teleporting. There's a sign that explicitly says so. <laughs> So, uh, Teoblith teleports away to the Blue Gardens of Tilil, and, uh, just, he's, like, navigating, navigating the, uh, the strands of space and time, and just almost gets lost, uh, but just barely manages to arrive on target at the Blue Gardens of Tilil, where we will see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Oh. Oh. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.